Hey, what's up everybody? Joe McCall, REI in your car. Today we're going to be talking about step four on how to do a lease option deal from my one page paper. Something like that, right? Cool? Alright, so I'm in my car driving to some meetings from Jump Kids Camp. Now, I'm telling you, it's probably the best vacation Bible school in the world. It is so much fun. We've got like five or 6,000 kids, about 1,000 volunteers. At our church, we do this thing every year. It's the highlight of the year. It's probably our 10th year volunteering, and uh, and my kids are going to it, and they love it. So I, am, uh, I had to leave early today to go to some meetings, but um, I thought I would record part four here real quick. So if you remember part one, I was talking about what? Marketing, you know, getting the phone to ring, getting sellers to raise their hand. Step two was talking to sellers, asking a lot of questions. Part three was uh, sending them an offer, right? Creating a simple offer, multiple options, and letting the lease option credibility kit do the selling for you. Step four is going to be about getting the contract signed. Uh, it's a simple one-page contract that I use. Now, if you want more information about all of this, just go get my book. It's explained in my book at wlobook.com, wlobook.com. And on there, you can see the step-by-steps. kind of walk through all the details there. It's a really good book. You're going to like it. And um, the book is free. Just pay shipping and handling, okay? WLObook.com. Now, step four, got to get the contract signed. It's a simple one-page agreement. One-page agreement. Boy, everybody's freaking out. Traffic is really bad right now because there was a huge car fire on the freeway. And uh, so I don't know if you could hear a bunch of people are blaring their horns because they're impatient and angry. They need to go to Jump Kids Camp. (laughs) Or maybe... Maybe they, uh, yeah, anyway, okay, I was going to say something stupid. So, you know, when you're negotiating with a seller, the cool thing about lease options is you can negotiate several different things. Unlike regular wholesaling, there's only really one thing you ne- you can negotiate, and that's the price. It's either take it or leave it, right? There's not much you can do if you can't meet on price. But with lease options, it's either price or terms, and there's several different terms you can negotiate. So let's say the seller's stuck on their price. You can say, well, maybe I could get you that price if you can negotiate the rent, maybe lower the rent a little bit. Maybe you can lengthen the term instead of five years, you know, do seven years or 10 years. Um, you can also negotiate, what What else can you negotiate? Um, the, the down payment money that you put down. You could. I usually do hardly anything, but if they're wanting you know, $5,000 down and, but they're stuck on their price. You could say, well, maybe I could get you that price if you don't, if you don't let me put anything down on it. Right. You can also negotiate rent credits or seller concessions at the end. So you could say, listen, I'll give you the price you want and the rent that you want. If you give me hundred percent rent credit every year for five years. In other words, I only get a rent credit if I pay my rent on time. If the rent that I pay you or actually that I'm paying the mortgage is a second late, then I don't get a rent credit. So you could get, you can negotiate rent credits, which gives, you know, the seller some comfort to know that, you know, you have a big incentive to pay the rent on time. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking specifically about a sandwich lease option when you're staying in the middle. So the cool thing, again, about lease options, if the seller's stuck on their price, 
you can give them the price they want if they give you the terms that you want. Let's say they're stuck on the terms. Let's say they're stuck on the rent. They have to have this amount of rent or they have, they say like, you know, you have to close in one year or two years, which by the way, I would never do a lease option with a seller that says you only have one year, but I might if the price is good enough, right? So let's say it's a $200,000 house and they say you can only lease option for one year. I say, well, I could do one year if you could do maybe 150, 160, something like that, right? That's the great thing about lease options. If As long as you're willing to listen to the seller and be patient and understand their pain, their buttons, and work, be committed to work out on a deal that's going to work for them and you where everybody wins, there's no reason why you can't find a good deal that where everybody wins, right? I have a student recently who was negotiating a lease option with a seller um, on a junker property that was really old, has been vacant for a couple years, and needed a ton of work. So she negotiated where she would buy it as is as a lease option, uh, $900 a month, and I forget the price that she negotiated with the seller on, but it needed about 30 grand in work. So she agreed to give the seller the price they wanted, and the seller gave her 100% rent credits for the first two years. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, no rent the first two years. And then this, the last three years, so it's a five-year lease option, she would give the seller half of the rent. So she's cash flowing this property $900 a month. She's keeping 100% of the rent for herself the first two years. The second year, to, uh, second three years, whatever, she's getting only she's getting $450 a month. And by the way, did she have to put any of her own money into this deal? Nope. Did she have to go buy the deal? Nope. So she's also got it worked out where um, the tenant buyer is doing all the work and fixing it up. So there's enough equity in it to make it really attractive for the tenant buyer. And she has negotiated uh, a deal where the tenant buyer gets to go into the house, fix it up the way they want it. The guy was a contractor. The, the tenant buyer moving into it is a contractor and um, is very experienced with fixing things up. And anyway, so my whole point of that is um, she's going to make about $58,000 on this deal, $58,000 on a, on a s property that needed work. There wasn't enough equity for a regular wholesaler to do the deal um, in a really, really small town, and she was able to sell it the same day. She was actually putting the sign in the yard when the driver, uh, somebody drive, drove by and stopped, and it was a, an electrical contractor who could fix it up themselves. So she was willing to negotiate the, with the seller on terms. I hope you get the power of that. It's super important. Uh, the other thing I want to say, too, is with my contract, it's very flexible. It's not the final contract. Like, um, I sign a paperwork with the seller, and I tell them if and when I find another tenant buyer, there'll be more paperwork we got to sign. Um, but I don't tie up the property either, and this is important. The way I do lease options, um, I don't want to tie up the property. Unless it's a sandwich lease option and I'm going to stay in the middle, um, I'm not going to tie it up because if I can't find a tenant buyer... I'm just gonna not exercise my option. I'm gonna. It, it actually doesn't even start. So it's it's dependent on me finding a good tenant buyer for the property. Now, what does that mean? I'm not tying up the property though. So if the seller sells it or leases it on their own before I do, guess what? They can cancel my contract and they won't owe me anything. Now I do lose some deals that way, but I actually win more deals because of that. It takes away the risk from the seller, you know. And the final thing I'll say with that is um, 
on a lease option assignment, the seller signs the assignment agreement as well. So the seller gets the final approval on whoever's in the whoever's in the house. Now, different people who do lease options do different ways. You know, some people have uh, longer, fancier contracts at the beginning that the seller signs, and that's fine. There's a place for that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, sometimes I've just found it just easier to get the seller to sign a simple one-page short offer form. And by the way, I think I give that away in my book. So if you get my book at wlobook.com, I'm pretty sure, 99% sure, that I give away my one-page contract. And if I don't, and you have the book, shoot us an email. And uh, you can find the email just from the receipt that you got. And uh, I'll send you that one-page contract. It's pretty easy. Cool. Is there anything else? Let me see here. Let me look at my notes if I forgot anything. Um, yeah, that's it. So you negotiate price or terms and don't tie up the property. Remove all of the risk. Oh, that's important. That's important. Like, you got to remove the risk. You should never, ever, ever be obligated to start making mortgage payments while you are um, finding a tenant buyer to live in the house. Once you find a tenant buyer in the house, then you're locked in, right? Then you, if, especially if you're doing a sandwich lease option, you're obligated, you're responsible for maintenance and repairs and vacancies. But that's, again, the great thing about lease options is you can pass those responsibilities on to the tenant buyer. And the tenant buyer puts enough money down up front that you should be saving most of that, half of that, so that if there is anything in the future unforeseen, then you're covered. Cool? So uh, one more thing I'll say. Any money that you pay the seller up front, guess where that money comes from? It comes from the tenant buyer that you put into the house. So if I'm telling the seller I'll pay $1,000 option deposit, I'm paying that money if and when I find the tenant buyer who gives me five grand. So I take a five a 1000 out of the five grand that the tenant buyer gets me. Does that make sense? So make sure when you're doing your contracts with the sellers and with the tenant buyers, you always set it up as a win-win-win. Everybody wins, right? The seller's got to win, tenant buyer's got to win, and you got to win. That's why I love these deals so much. You know, again, because I'm not trying to beat the seller down on price to 50, 60 cents on the dollar. Uh, I'm just setting up because I can negotiate price or terms or rent or length of, uh, of the lease option period or repairs. There's so many more things that you can negotiate with these deals. It makes it so much easier. These are the best deals to get started with. So cool. All right. I'm at my place. I got to get out. And uh, it's such a gorgeous day today. Love this weather. Right now it's about 75 degrees. I feel like I wish it was like this every day. Anyway, we'll see you guys. Go get my book, wlobook.com. The next step five is... I think market the property. So we're going to talk about how to market the property next. We'll see you guys.